Welcome to Inside Twin Net Support with top guests and top tips. So, hi and welcome to another episode of Inside Twin Net Support here live from the Bet Arena for 2024. Uh, I think we've got some squeaky uh, toys near us. If you can hear that, uh, my apologies. Uh, it's all go here on the show floor. I'm really, really pleased and excited. Somebody that I've been seeing sharing some great content online uh, and some, some really solid thinking as well. Backed up not only with actual um, in-school practice, uh, but also sharing it with the schools and some other events as well, is this gentleman here, Mr. Byron King, uh, around the topic of AI, the yeah. buzzword of the moment. Absolutely. How are you doing? Doing really well. Been a busy, busy day at Bet, but um, yeah, this is my final part of the day, but it's a perfect place to be, really. It's oh, exciting, well, yeah. thank you for coming yeah. along and joining us. Uh, I wondered if you could sort of share a little bit about um, your work uh, in education and your history and talk about how you got to where you are in the role you are today. Yeah, so I've been in teaching so for more than a decade now. Uh, started off in South Africa, moved over um, seven years ago, been based at a school um, called Surbiton, Surbiton High School. I'm actually in their prep uh, prep school. I'm a deputy head. Been doing that for four and a half years. Um, and yeah, just really sort of trying to sink my teeth into what education is like in this country, but particularly like what digital education looks like and how we can sort of enhance our curriculum with digital tools. Yeah. That's what's good to hear. Yeah. Um, I've, been, I've been loving Byron's uh, sharing on LinkedIn in particular, although you've got a great uh, sort of blog you write on Substack as well, too, so yeah. uh, really interesting. I saw a nice post this morning, for example. So if you do nothing else after having watched this episode, please do uh, connect with uh, Byron, and um, we'll, we'll put his uh, contact details in the show notes and all those sort of things as well for you. But AI, is, yes. it, is, it, is it all it's cracked up to be? It's a big question. I mean, I would say, like, I think the simple answer is yes, but like, there's just lots of caveats, really. Um, it's there's no doubt it's a profound technology, and I think it's going to have it's going to have a massive impact on education. It, it is already starting to have a massive impact. Um, in terms of whether it's all it's cracked up to be, I think um, I sort of hesitated there because you know I think a lot of schools have just adopted this sort of ultra cautious approach where uh, perhaps they're not letting students use it or very sort of lightly using it. And so um, mm-hmm. I think time will tell. Um, but I am, uh, I am optimistic that used well and with the right sort of training and mindset that it can really foster quite interesting learning experiences. And um, yeah, I think create, yeah, create a future in education that I think is, is really going to be, well, one, equitable, but also um, really promising in terms of what, what, what use students can experience on the ground yeah fantastic yeah. I, I would completely agree but yeah that, that word of caution is it's, it's, it's a sort of baby step but you know you, you've got to sort of take the leap at some point in time don't you? Yeah. so um could you give them um, could you give some real life examples of how you're because obviously dfe are giving us guidance to children should be using large language yeah. models for yeah. example yeah. Now, how, can you give us some use cases where we can talk not get around that but uh, how, how can we counter and ensure children can use it safely? How, how are things being taught? How are you trying to things yeah, in yeah. your setting? So I think our, our approach has actually been a bit more teacher first. Um, so that we've been focusing on teachers. We've really, you know, they're the ones who've got to deliver the curriculum at the end of the day. Um, and so, like, if you've got a teaching body that doesn't really have any understanding of what AI is, I think then you, you're kind of going about things backwards. So our approach is really a bit about training, um, getting people excited about the technology, trying to see different use cases, coming to shows like this and, and actually learning about it. 
Um, so that's kind of been the approach that we've taken. But, but I mean, we've obviously, we can't sort of shy away from the fact that students are using it. Mm. And um, so our senior school, for example, they are, you know, they've, they've, had, they've blocked one or two large language models like Claude, for example, which is 18 yeah. and upwards, so they've been sensible there. But um, they're trying to work with students and sort of like harness student voice in terms of, you know, how you can use ChatGPT effectively. Uh, in the prep environment, it's been a bit trickier. So we've had to go very cautious, obviously with age limitations. Yeah, yeah, uh, but yeah. we are kind of looking at um, the possibility of some of these tools being deployed to, to our students because, so for example, ChatGPT does say, apparently the, the terms of service that you can get parental consent to use it with younger students. So, uh, but we're just not, we're not quite confident enough just yet. So, um, so we've, we've tried, tried things like um, using chatbots, chatbots, where it's really teacher-led in front of the class. Um, and then we, we work on sort of how you can go about prompting a chatbot, effective questioning. So working on those AI literacy skills, actually that they need before they then have these tools in front of them, which is inevitable. Yeah. yeah. And there's, there's so much you can do. So that's really interesting, Byron. Because yeah. something that I've talked about and thought about an awful lot is about how, I mean, I've always thought things like digital literacy and mm. digital citizenship are really, really important. Yeah. And I think this draws a real spotlight, doesn't it, on how much importance it has now. I think it's now more important than ever. Absolutely. And, and so that, you know, like you say, our, our young people will be using these things, won't yeah. they? Yeah, absolutely. So, it, it's, it's, how are you supporting that and championing that? Have you got some, yeah, so uh, some I mean, programs so, you're following? Yeah, so I, mean, I touched on AI literacy, so we are going to be um, sort of introducing more AI literacy content. So there's... Uh, company like Study Hall, for example, who've yeah. developed and built some um, resources around um, AI literacy. Um, we also just encouraging teachers to go and experiment and learn about it themselves and develop, you know, PSHE lessons around topics like bias, ethics, um, looking at like image generation, for example, um, and how perhaps some, you know, image generators have like a more Western leaning bias and, and how they portray um, different images. So I think we're, 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 Prepare, you know, obviously providing teachers with the resources and the support that they need but then also just asking them to you know they need to be on the front foot they need to be aware of it um, but you're right I think digital literacy AI literacy whatever you want to call it is is actually at its most pressing point right now we're at this you know I'm always kind of sobered by that um, there's you know some of these people who've been working sort of adjacent to AI, like the AI industry or within the AI industry apparently there was this like kind of unwritten kind of feeling or sentiment that before these models would be deployed to the, the wider world, like they would, it would be like this moment where they would like make the decision to deploy it. Like they would almost hold it back, and it seems like they just would deploy it and like they landed on our doorstep without yeah, even knowing yeah. about it. And I think it just raised so many questions around, obviously things like privacy and data, but also things like cheating, plagiarism, bias, ethics. So we're uh, we're aware of that, and we have to be teaching our pupils how to navigate this sort of changing world. You know? Yeah, 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 absolutely, and and. Linking into that, so I had a great conversation with Becky Keane around these sort of things yeah. as well. And it should start with those sort of conversations. But I think, additional to that, we talk about digital literacy yeah. and AI literacy. I think actually, and FETC is happening at the same time yes, as, yeah. as um, Bet this yeah. week. And uh, I saw some people sort of, sort of, uh, on X uh, sort of sharing around uh, sessions around prompt craft. Yeah. I think literacy. In general, is, is, yeah. in general, has obviously never, never been so important. But what are your thoughts? Do you think you know when you've got a world where you can actually have a voice interface using text yeah. uh, on your phone, the pie from inflection, so forth and so on? Is, is literacy still just as important, or is it more about oracy, or is it a combination of both? Yeah. And how how does prompt craft fit into that? 
And I asked that, knowing you've shared a really fantastic post this morning, yeah. uh, which asks questions around all those things. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I'm an English teacher, Mark, so I, uh-huh. uh, <laughs> I will always say that literacy and reading and writing are vital. It was interesting, like, it's been so, it's been fascinating, like, charting the discussion, like, over the last, I would say, sort of six months to a year on AI where you know there was this kind of general feeling like actually education would be completely turned upside down all of those things would no, no longer be important because it would all just be done for you yeah. and then actually that narrative has actually started to change again and people are realizing actually the foundations of education reading writing um, and mathematics are going to remain really important I fundamentally believe that I think you know you're seeing um, information or data um, coming out where large language models can almost make an assumption on your level of education and will respond to you in different ways based on perceived intelligence. Yeah, and yeah, I think yeah. it's because of the way that questions are asked. So I think it just points to the fact that, you know, whether that question is asked orally um, because it can do voice or whether it's asked in text, um, the way you ask a question and the kind of the phraseology behind the question is going to be vital. And so we should absolutely be teaching pupils how to write well, how to read well, how to speak well. It's interesting. I've, been, I've spent quite a bit of time at the Microsoft um, sort of studio today, and one of the tech, one or two of the tech labs, and they're actually just pushing so hard on that frontier. Like they're pushing in reading, they're pushing speaking, and they're pushing maths, and and in our search as well. And it's just interesting, you know, biggest one of the biggest technology companies in the world, but still realizing fundamentally that AI is going to support those the bedrock of education. Really, you know, these, so, yeah. And I think that, 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 I mean, there's a few things to unpick there. Yeah. I'll, I'll start with the, the latter thing, because yeah. you know, I think that ties into Bloom's Two Sigma problem, doesn't it? Yeah. Because you know, children who are coached yeah. achieve two standard deviations better than those that aren't. Yeah. And so when you've got reading coach, yeah. search coach, oh, so forth and so on, you know, so that's going to massively help with massively, yeah. improving all those different things. Yeah. You talked about AI uh, in a way there as well. Somebody I know and work with um, for independent thinking is a gentleman called Ian Gilbert. Uh, he wrote a book, um, uh, Why Do I Need a Teacher When I've Got Google? Yeah. About 10 years ago, when okay. the yeah. Google search engine was really yeah. exploding. And uh, he and I talk an awful lot about this, you know. The thing, because we've been in education long enough, things go around in cycles quite yeah, a bit, right? Yeah. And um, the things we're experiencing now with, and hey, AI is going to turn the world upside down and all yeah. the rest of it. And, and certainly, it's, it's been a real game changer, right? Yeah, things have changed yeah. massively. Yeah. But has it done those things that we thought it was going to do? Nah, not not yet. Yet. Yeah. And, and people thought the same sort of things about Google. And, yeah. and when it comes down to fundamentally, and this is one of the sort of attempts of Ian's book, is mm. you know, the teaching in a room is still important. Yeah. Those, those basic things, the literacy, numeracy, yeah. so forth and so on, are, are really important. But now I think there's additional stuff like information literacy. Yeah. It's really important. You know, so is it fake news? Yeah. Has it been written by Massively. AI? And all these different things. Children don't have a teacher radar to think uh, yeah. that looks like it's been written by ChatGPT. Absolutely. Yeah. So all, all those different things. So um, I wanted to um, uh, have a little think about, well, about equity of access. Yeah. Uh, there's been lots of conversations today about uh, universal design for learning and a whole bunch of other things as well. How are you ensuring sort of equity of access to these different things across your setting? So, I mean, we've, I, like I said, unfortunately, we've got sort of a one-to-one iPad program. I think just being within, like, we're, I'm in an independent school, so we've got great infrastructure. Um, so, I think we have the, the sort of hardware to ensure that there is that sort of equity um, in access. I think what's important is actually also um, kind of like equity when it comes to how the students are taught 
to use these devices. And I think that's a key part of my role. I'm a deputy head of teaching and learning. Yeah. I oversee a number of teachers, number of heads of subject. And it's about making sure that t um, students are getting the sort of same experience in terms of how they're taught to use these digital tools. And so I think that's like a, a really important um, point is that, you know, you might have all the hardware in the world, you might have the infrastructure, but actually are you being taught well how to use these? And is there that kind of like equity of, of what it means to be digitally literate or, or have AI literacy or have information literacy at all well. So um, that kind of has been uh, has been my focus and that can only come through training. Yeah. Yeah. Great stuff. We'll make sure that uh, Byron's details are uh, sort of said uh, down in those show notes. But uh, for now, for this episode of Insights, thank you for joining us. Uh, thank you, Byron, That's so much for yeah. taking the time to come and join me. And uh, please do connect with this young man because he has got to say, young, I feel so old now all of a sudden. <laughs> I'm turning 50 this year. This is why yeah. I just blow my mind a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but please, please, please do connect with uh, Byron. Uh, I'm really loving what he's sharing. It's really considered and thoughtful. Uh, Student-centred, teaching learning in front of his thinking as well. Uh, please do connect with him. Thank you very much. Thanks, Cheers. Mark. Cheers. Thank you. Take cool. care.